Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selected Bet and I'm joined once more by St Johnson's media darling, Greg Brevening. How's it going, Greg? Hello there, yes, I'm very well. Not too bad. Of course, I'm calling you the media darling <laughs> Perth. Perth's answer to, I was going to say Piers Morgan, but that's probably doing you a, uh, a real disservice. <laughs> because you've been moonlighting and you've been on another podcast this week. Yeah, I'm on the um, Pure Fitbar podcast this week, um, speaking about the kind of January transfer window for St Johnston. The guys at Pure Football do a really good uh, review on Scottish football, some really great content. And I think they've done one for at least five or six clubs anyway in terms of the January transfer window, so uh, give the guys a listen. Yeah, uh, some very good stuff they put out there, and you obviously have righted all the wrongs at St Johnson. All sorted now. Good. All sorted. <laughs> Top six. Has to be, and a Scottish Cup win as well, that'll be fine. Scottish, oh, a Scottish Cup win, not just, a, not just an appearance in the final. You no, no, I want to win it again. We'll see, we shall see now. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that in recent weeks we've been playing against each other in the Who Knows Wins app. Who Knows Wins are our new sponsor on the podcast. We're delighted to have them on board with us. If you're not familiar with it, it's a social betting app where you can compete against your friends instead of the bookies. All you have to do is go download the app, um, set up your own league, choose your matches, then set your stake and invite your mates and away you go. Now, I don't want to brag, but I did win <laughs> the gambler. Betting podcast leak at the weekend. Well done. 30 quid. Thank you very much. And where did you finish? I think I was joint eighth. Although I'm not well, sure. Let's call it correct, many. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joint bottom is what. Is it joint bottom? <laughs> it was. Oh, well. <laughs> so this week you've got a chance to redeem yourself. Uh, we've set up another league, and obviously everyone is invited to join us. Uh, so come and have a go if you want to compete against myself and against Greg. It's a £5 buy-in. There's 15 matches. Just head on over to the App Store or the Google Play Store and search for Who Knows Wins to download the app. So have you got your entries in yet, Greg? Not yet. I'll do it after this. But on the app itself, though, I really like it. I think the fact that you can join public um, comps as well is really good. Uh, You can get some really big prizes as well in terms of some of the public ones. They'll maybe have... 50 or 60 people involved, so really good. Yeah, and a shout out to Buzz, who won our competition the week before last, who then won the Mr Fixit one at the weekend and walked away with another 140 quid or whatever, so he's got he's got the whole thing sussed, I think. <laughs> just, a <laughs> shame, just a shame we can't see his tips uh, week in, week out, but um, no, if you get a chance, then please do join us on the, the Who Knows Wins app um, and play against us for a wee bit of fun on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. So, not a bad night tonight, Greg. Your nap won again. Yeah, good night tonight. Um, Barnsley Preston was a nap at Oakwell, so just over two and a half goals, and that came in after about forty-five minutes. So, I think anyone betting tonight is a really, really tough card. So yeah. I'm glad I avoided some of the games that didn't go to plan and picked that one. Yeah, and a wee bit of a pick me up after the weekend's results. The, the Scottish Cup didn't fare too well for punters, did it? No, it didn't. Um, there was no real shock, to be fair. I think most of the clubs you expected to win one, but in terms of the value and being able to get value, that went to pot on Friday night when I think every single coupon in the UK probably had ranges on it, minus three, minus four, minus five, and they won 2-0. So a really poor start. 
and then Aberdeen didn't help matters on Saturday. Um, they only won one 0 St Mirren left it late. They won three 0 against Broxburn. I think we might have mentioned them in the podcast last week as well. So yeah, tough day all round uh, if you're betting in the Scottish Cup. And pff, after us kind of extolling the virtues of how how seriously we take the Scottish <laughs> Cup in Scotland, um, it was uh, yeah a bit of a bit of a tough day. I think the clubs we spoke about um, are just back from their holidays, so I'm, I'm not saying that's that's an excuse. But we look at Rangers really struggled against Stranraer, Aberdeen huffed and puffed against um, Dumbarton, and Celtic obviously just yeah, kind of huffed and puffed past Partick well, Thistle, yeah. all back from the Dubai holidays. So yeah, maybe it's the, Dubai. Uh, Dubai doesn't do the job. The Dubai course. Anyway, um, we did get a winner on this Sunday. We had over two and a half goals at the United v Hibs, and that finished 2-2. So at least we can claim one winner from last week's podcast after kind of disappointing results with QPR and Norwich. Yeah, I watched the uh, Norwich highlights on Match of the Day on, on Saturday night. Oh, it, it was painful. So I just can't, they, they, I can't they went do that. Near die usually, but for some bizarre reason, it was Scottish Cup weekend and sports team was on on a Saturday night. Yeah. So for our English listeners and anyone else listening outside of Scotland, Sports Scene is our main highlights package channel uh, show, and it's always on late on Sunday, Sunday uh-huh. tea time, and late Sunday night. Yeah. But it was actually on Saturday night. So watch Sports Scene first, then watch the match of the day. And Norwich should have been two, three, maybe even four goals clear of um, Bournemouth, who again went again with another blank, no goal scored. Yeah, it's painful enough when a bet doesn't win, but to then sit and watch the highlights of why it didn't win just isn't for me, I'm afraid. Um, but anyway, we go again this week, and we've got quite a few tips lined up. You're quite excitable when I spoke to you before we started recording the podcast about this week's pick, so hopefully your enthusiasm is delivered uh, on Saturday when the results start to come in. So the first one we're going to look at is uh, Stirling Albion, who host Elgin on Saturday. Yeah, so Division 2 in Scotland, 5th uh, meets 6th, so Sterling Albion at home to Elgin. There's only one point between these two sides, but in terms of momentum, um, it's definitely with the home side. So Sterling Albion coming to this off the back of three wins in a row, 2-0, uh, 3-0 and 3-2. So they scored eight goals in, in those three games. Uh, Darrell Duffy, the Albion striker, is on a bit of a purple patch now. I think he scored a hat-trick um, two weeks ago. And he scored two goals in last week's win against Steny. So I think he's 35 now, hitting the later part of his career, but he's definitely doing the goods for Albion at the moment. Yeah, and I see that Sterling are now above Elgin in the table. I think they went above them a couple of weeks ago and then they swapped places again. But um, we say it, sometimes say this in the podcast, it's two teams kind of heading in different directions in the league. Elgin kind of dropping down into the bottom half now. They are a bit. I think Elgin are just two wins from 12 now which is disappointing for them and I guess even more disappointing last weekend they lost 3-2 against struggling Steny so Stenhouse Muir aren't having a great season at all and they've gone to Elgin and beat them 3-2 so that's not helped they're also going to be losing their star striker so Shane Sutherland has seen a pre-contract with Inverness I think he's got 23 goals this season and he's been pretty prolific for Elgin over the last three or four seasons so he's a massive loss for Gav Price at, um, at Elgin. Obviously, he's there to the end of the season, obviously, so they've still got yeah. the rest of the year to, to have him. 
but I guess it's always a struggle for clubs like Elgin when you've got Inverness and West County on your doorstep. You're going to pretty much lose all your best players every season. Yeah, and we've even seen Cove Rangers pick up players from other teams up in the up in that neck of the woods with um, Rory McAllister going. Yeah, exactly. So there's there's quite a few clubs in that neck of the woods. So um, a bit of cash. But a cash exchange for McAllister. We'll get onto that when we speak about Cove next. Yeah. But all in all, it's a big loss for Elgin. And like I said before, the momentum's definitely still in Albion. I think when you look at this match in itself, when these two sides meet, having looked at the stats, 13 of the last 15 have seen over 2.5 goals. And still in Albion have scored two or more against Elgin in nine of the last 12. So that really, really bodes well. And what I do like as well is El- Sterling Albion have won five of the last six games at home against Elgin. Uh-huh. So it's one of those matches where you've looked at the stats, you've looked at recent form, recent history. I've kind of got three bets lined up for this game. Um, and that turned into four bets <laughs> after we spoke pre-podcast. So given Sterling Albion's form, given Elgin's, they don't tend to travel well, Elgin. I think the last win was against Annan, but at that point, Annan were on a really bad run and still are on a really bad run. So we wouldn't look into that too much. So in terms of the bets I've got lined up for this game, you've got Stilling Albion to score two goals or more at 11-8 with Bet Victor. I think that looks really good. It, um, it does, doesn't it? I think the one I like the best, though, is over 2.5 goals with Unibet, and that pays 49-50. to 50. So this is a shade below even money. For a match that tends to have a lot of goals, Elgin can see quite a few in the roads, and obviously Stirling Albion are playing well. And finally, if you want to be brave, you can take Stirling Albion to win the match at thirty-one to twenty, so just below six to four. Yeah, and we had a look at kind of combining some of the those bets into a bet builder. Um, the best we could come up with was the Stirling winning over two and a half goals, which I think was three to one at bet three six five. Um, yeah, three so. to one. Yeah. So plenty of options in there. I think I would agree with you. I think the forty nine to fifty on there being over two and a half goals in any game in that division is going to be a big price. Um, but you've actually got and Sterling Albion, a team who are um, decent forum, scored what eight goals in the last three. So yeah, what's your, what's your pick of the bunch then out of those ones that you you've mentioned? I think pick of the bunch is probably the first two. So Sterling Albion to score two. Uh, goals at 11 to 8 with Bet Victor. But I guess my nap's going to be over 2.5 goals in this game at okay. 49 to 50. I think, like you say, to have a game in this league at even money for over 2.5 goals probably should be sniffed at. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we say it a lot in the, the podcast, it's probably a, a price that's not going to be there by the weekend. So if you're listening to this early enough, I would advise that you get on it as soon as you can. Um, okay. So the nap is over 2.5 at 49 to 50. Uh, Closely followed by Stirling to score two or more, and you wouldn't be talking anyone out of a Stirling Albion win at around 31 to 20. Yep. Okay, we're going to stay in Scotland, stay in that division, and we've already mentioned our beloved Cove. So we've not touched Cove really for a while. We've not. The last time we spoke about them, the game was uh, postponed due to bad weather. That's right. So Cove were kind of making headlines last week when they signed uh, Peter Head striker Rory McAllister. Now, Roy McAllister's been at Peterhead now for, what, the best part of 10 seasons now, I think it was. And he scored well over 200 goals for them. So uh, he's one of those players that could have went and played at a higher level, chose not to, chose to concentrate on his work commitments and has been playing part-time football ever since. But I think it came a bit stagnant at Peterhead 
he was looking for a change and Cove just down the road in Aberdeen um, a perfect partnership for both so Paul Hartley's moving for him and lo and behold he played in his opening game last weekend and he scored so Mitch Meganson and Ronan McAllister scored last weekend in a 3-1 win against um, Cowden Beath last weekend but this weekend they play at home to Annan so Annan at the moment are the worst team in that league form-wise they've lost five of the last six games Um, they lost 4-2 4-2 away Albion Rovers, 3-1 against Cowden Beath, Elgin beat them 4-0, and they've beaten Stilwell Al- they Stil Albion 3-2. So really, really poor. Um, Annan, at the moment, I think they've lost three or more goals now in six of their ten away games. Um, when you look at the scores, 4-0 away to Edinburgh City, 4-0 to Elgin. They've already lost 3-0 away to Cove earlier in the season. Um, 3-1 at Cowden Beath. 4-2 at Albion Rovers again, so really, really poor results on the road for Aaron, and they've got the worst defensive record in that league. Yeah. Curiously, the one result that stands out in that season is Aaron's 6-1 win over Cove earlier in the season, just uh, towards the end of November. Uh, and it does seem like an absolute anomaly, and when you look at the ports from that game, Cove managed to only field two outfield players on the bench that day. I think they were missing Meganson five years out as well. I think a centre-half got injured fairly early in the game and at some point they were down to 10 men as well. So it's obviously not reflected in the price, but some people might look at that and go, you know, how how can you be back in Cove at such a short price or whatever when Annan's already beaten them 6-1 this season? But there were lots of mitigating circumstances around that game for, for Cove. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, a, it's a good call. I think all you have to do is look at Aaron's recent matches. They've lost five of their last, their last six. Form-wise... They're having an absolute shocker at the moment. Um, I think they've conceded 25 goals now away from home, which is the worst in the league. And they're away to the best side in the league, who have played 10 at home and won 10, and have scored 28 goals in the process. So for me, this isn't really about Cove as much. This is more about how poor Annan are and how, how poor Annan have been over the last couple of months. Now, looking at the markets again when you look at Cove now obviously placed up at 1-6 to, to win the match yeah. but Skybet unbelievably are giving you 4-5 to five on Cove to score 3 or more yeah I, I couldn't believe that price when you told me it earlier it just seems ridiculous given where both teams are at and just if nothing else just Cove's home record 10 games played 10 games won 28 goals scored so they're averaging you know over 2.5 per game um, so you'd really expect that price to be a lot shorter than 4-5 to five. You can also get, if you're looking for something a little bit bigger than that, you can get Cove to score three and Cove half-time full-time at 21-20. to 20. Um, I'm not a big fan of half-time full-time because it can be, nah. obviously, a scabby first half yeah. then lots of second-half goals. But I really do like the look of three Cove goals at 4-5, to five, especially against a side who are just leaking goals against the league's poorer sides. So bearing in mind, Albion overscored four against them a few weeks ago. And Elgin went down there to Annan and scored four um, and a 4 0 win two weeks ago as well. So, not looking good for Annan. Um, I don't think Annan will lay a glove in Cove. For me, it's really a case of just how many goals Cove will win by. And obviously, yeah. like we said before, they're aided by the fact they have got um, Rory McAllister on board as well. Yeah, and I think just touching on the, the half time, full time betting. When we spoke about Cove a couple of weeks ago, I highlighted how many goals were scored kind of late in games, um, especially in the second half. So, yeah, it's not one I'd be particularly 
we're keen on to get, you know, if it if it was just a few points extra value, it's not for me. I think I'd be quite happy with the four to five on Cove to score three or more. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so that's the bet on that one. Uh, next up, we're going to look at Falkirk v Forfar. So, I had a debate about this one. So, Falkirk slowly and steadily starting to show that they could be um, league winners. And so they should be, obviously, given the players have got, the fan base have got, the budget they've got. They're unbeaten in 10, which is good going. Quite a lot of draws in there, though. Five wins, five draws. Um I think at the moment they can probably thank star striker Declan McManus at the moment in terms of how he's performing. I think he's now scored 10 goals in his last 10 games. So at home, Falkirk have scored, sorry, there's been over 2.5 goals now in seven of their 10 home games, which is which is decent going in that league. And after a slow start, they, I think, should continue to fight out with Wraith Rovers and with Airdrie. My only issue with this bet, and it, am I right in saying it's going to be an over two and a half goals bet? Yes. Is that Falkirk have only conceded five at home and Forfar have only scored seven away from home. So effectively we're relying on Falkirk to weigh in with the three goals here by the looks of things. Yeah, and that's why when I looked at Falkirk to score um, three or more, I think the five to six and the match goals is fair enough. Uh, let's not worry about Falkirk having to score three. Like you say, it's probably unlikely that Forfar will score. But given the fact that it's League One in Scotland, it's probably one of the most competitive leagues in the country. There's every chance Forfar may get a consolation goal. And as I said before as well, Falkirk have seen over 2.5 goals now in 70% of their home games. So they've already beaten Forfar at home this season as well. I just think that given the form Declan McManus is in as well, Falkirk need to win this game if they're going to keep up the top with Rovers. Yeah. So and I think 5-6 and Airdrie. So I think the 5-6 to six is fair. I think it's, a, it's actually quite a good place, I think. And it's, it's, it's worth taking. So the 5-6 to six is on what? Over 2.5 goals? Over 2.5 goals, yeah. Yeah, that looks decent. OK, before we leave Scotland, I'm just going to throw in uh, a wee tip of mine, which is going back to the day United. Now they play Morton uh, on Saturday. Morton have got the worst away record in the, the division most of us will have seen the United at the weekend I thought they held up pretty well against Hibs I uh, thought they were deserving of their draw um, didn't think they looked overawed to be honest and probably bodes well for how well they'll fare next season when they do inevitably come up um, and I think they just need to keep winning Dundee United they'll be desperate to secure promotion as, as early and quickly as possible Yeah they're a bit of a winning machine aren't they Dundee United uh, just head and shoulders above everyone else. That's mainly the fact. In terms of going forward, they've got such a good strike option. Obviously, yeah. they've lost uh, Nicky Clark to injury, but um, Shank went up there. He'll he'll not do a thing for ninety minutes, and he'll he'll score a goal in the last minute. That's kind of how he kind of rolls. A bit like Chris Boyd used to do. Doesn't yeah. do much really in the match, but he's a he's a goal scorer. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he'll be keen to add to his twenty five goals. I think he's got now this season in all competitions. I've lost count, to be honest. Uh, I think it's 25. Yeah, it's good going, and it was kind of pleasing to see him score against Hibs, you know, because there's been question marks over whether he could do it, in inverted commas, at that level. Um, so it was good to see him get a goal against Premier League opposition when he when he had the opportunity. Yeah, it's a cracking goal he scored, I guess. Yeah, yeah. For Dungeon United, the concern for them will be, can they keep him in the summertime? Well, as long as they keep them until Saturday. 
<laughs> I'm sure they will. <laughs> Against Morton, that's fine. Um, just looking at the United's record, they've scored two or more in eight of their ten home games. They've won nine, drawn one of those. They've scored 31 goals in total. Morton, on the other hand, have only won two away from home. They've conceded 25. So my bet's going to be the United uh, to win the game, but also to score two or more goals. And if you do that on a bet builder, you can get four to six, which is a wee bit skinny. But, um, I think it's, it's a good price, just, to be fair. Just on given, the edge of, of what, we would, what we'd like to tip. Yeah, I think given United's home form, it's been exceptional. And obviously their goal scoring rate, I think four to six is actually a really good price. Hope so. I hope so. Hope we're saying that come... Saturday at five <laughs> o'clock. Um, okay, so down in England, um, it's the FA Cup weekend. Ooh. Yeah, we're just going to shy away from the FA Cup. I think not waste any time on that at all. Uh, but we're going to dip into the National League North. Is it South? South. There, so there's my uh, English <laughs> geography lesson for this week. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't tell you the where like he is. So, <laughs> so it's, English... I think it's near. I'm going to stick my neck out and say it's near London. Is it? Yes. Is, that, is that a guess? <laughs> well, anything south is near London, isn't it? So I'm, I'm fairly safe, I think. So this is a team that I've backed a few times now. So I think over the last month, they've kind of been put into my black book of goals. So they're at home to the lovely, nicely named Tombridge Angels. So Bill Ricky are 16th. Tombridge Angels are 18th. And what's really interesting here is one... The volume of goals scored in Bill Rickey's matches. I think they're now 10 of the last 11 games at home have seen both sides score. But what's, what stood out for me, though, is the quality of the opposition that Bill Rickey have played in the last month or so um, and in terms of the points they've pulled from those games. So Bill Rickey kind of languishing down the 16th, but when you look and dig deeper, the last, five, the last four games have been against 1st, 2nd, 3rd and 6th. And they performed really well in those games. So last weekend they drew 4-all away to Dorking, who are 6th. They drew 2-all at home to 3rd place Slough. They beat top of the table Wilston, and that's I think the one I tipped a few weeks ago. They beat them 3-1. And they lost 2-1 at 2nd place Bath. So given they're 16th and these sides are obviously like 20-odd points ahead of them, some really good form by Bill Ricky. And they're playing a Tombridge Angels side who, away from home, one win in 14 away games. So one win, four draws and nine defeats. So they're at home and they're even money, which I think is a really good price, yeah. especially given recent form. Yeah, I think you've done well there to kind of put some meat on the bones of the the forum that they're currently in, because just looking at the table, they're 16th, Turnbridge are 18th. Uh, you wouldn't be picking Billericke out as a potential uh, even money shot on Saturday, but obviously, once you actually start to dig deeper and look at the results, then I think you make a decent case for it, at even money. Yeah, in the last eight games, there's been 36 goals scored in the last eight games at home. So at home as well, a huge amount of goals concede goals, score goals, and obviously that's against the league's better sides. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that has to do as well is the volume of second-half goals scored in their matches. Yeah, you like that, don't uh, you? I do like that one. So Bill Rickey's, along with QPR, obviously, who let us down last weekend, uh, Bill Rickey, I think, have backed them twice now for second-half goals, and it's landed in both times. So they're 8-11 to 11 to see at least two second-half goals. OK, and you also like the look of the total goals market as well in this? I do. So at the moment... 
it's a bit skinny at three to five. For over um, two and a half. For over two and a half. But I think come Saturday, at the moment, you're not getting the Asian goal line on this league at the moment. You'll get that on Saturday, though, or probably Friday. So it's six to four for three and a half goals in this game. But I'm going to take the Asian goal line of three or more, which means money back if there's three goals scored. It wins if there's four. That'll probably be about, I'd say, 10 to 11 um, if it's six to four mm-hmm. for over 3.5 goals. So three bets in this game. I'm taking Bill Rickey to win the match at evens. I'm taking two second half goals at eight to 11. And I'm taking over th- three goals on the Asian line at what will probably be around about 10 to 11. Okay. Uh, breaking news, Billericay is kind of near London. It's actually near our south end. Nice, well done. <laughs> so, there you go. It's not just football tips, it's geography lessons. And just to add to the meat and the bones there, um, six of the last seven games between these two sides have gone over 2.5 goals, with 29 goals scored. Okay. So it's a fixture that sees a lot of goals, and you just have to look at Billericay's home games to understand, one, there's lots of goals in their home games, and two, they don't lose many home games. I think they've lost once in the last 15. So not bad for a side that's sitting 16th in the league. Yeah, probably too many draws. but um, Yeah, far too many draws. But yeah, definitely one worth taking on. OK, we'll recap all those uh, tips uh, towards the end. Just before we finish down south, I'm going to go north to Harrogate for... Uh, my other tip that I'm going to have at the weekend, my other bet at the weekend. Uh, so Harrogate are at home to Welsh club Wrexham. Now Harrogate are the forum team in the league at the moment. Uh, they're currently sitting second, just three points behind Barrow. Uh, they've won six out of six and they've not conceded in five. Uh, Wrexham, they're currently sitting 18th, but actually they're the worst team away from home. They've only won two and 15 uh, in the league away from home. So... I was quite surprised to see Harrogate even money with Betway to win this one. It just looks like quite a big gap in terms of form, in terms of league table, in particular the, their home and away records. Harrogate have got the best home record in the league. Wrexham have got the worst away record, so even money just looks like a very, very big price. Yeah, it looks good. I think um, along with Kings Lynn, that'll be another strip I'm getting you for Christmas time. <laughs> it's a Harrogate and Kings Lynn football strip. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really going to have to learn where all these teams play first and foremost. Cause, uh, Harrogate's an easy one, but Kingsland, um, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I, I'm just going to have to get Google Maps out. Um, so anyway, it's Harrogate at even money uh, to beat Wrexham. That's with Betway. Is, and just uh, off the back of that one then, so I think on Saturday on the Mr Fixit site, I napped 30 plus goals in the National League, the, the National League in England. Now, unfortunately, there was 11 games due to be played, but one of them was postponed. So the match, so the bet was void, unfortunately. So the 10 games that did go ahead delivered 32 goals. So really, really annoying, really frustrating. Um, this weekend, having looked at the fixtures, again, there's some crackers. I think the National League overall this season has been really good. But I think there's a, probably a, a two or three week period at Christmas time where the goals dried up. Yeah. Well, the goals seem to have returned again, and I'll be looking at that bet again this weekend um, of from all 11 matches. So, bet three, sorry, Skybet will probably show that Friday night, Friday afternoon. They'll show the National League matches, um, goals total. So, have a look for that as well. Yeah, and I guess you'll put that on your Twitter account once you actually see it up on Skybet. Yeah, it'll be on Twitter and it'll be on the Mr. Fixer website as well. Yeah, so just a wee reminder that you can follow Greg on Twitter at 
Browning84, Greg, if you're not doing so already. Okay, so can you just give us a wee recap of this week's tips then? I'll try and remember them all. Um, so first up, still in Albion at home to Elgin. Uh, quite a few bets from this game. So we're taking still in Albion to score two or more. And that's 11-8 to eight with Bet Victor. And the nap is over 2.5 goals for Unibet. And that pays 49-50. to 50. Uh, Then moving into the Cove v Annan match. Quite simply taking Cove to score three or more. Which I think is a fantastic place at 4-5. Um, that was a really good one for the weekend and lastly in Scotland Falkirk's home match against Forfar taking over 2.5 goals and that piece 5-6 to six with Skybet and moving into England our favourite National League South um, Bill Rickey at home to Tombridge Angels um, I'm, I'm taking three bets for this game um, so sensible stakes even money for Bill Rickey to win that's with bet piece it's five I'm also taking over 1.5 second half goals at 8 to 11. And finally, on the Asian line, taking three or more goals. And that should appear later on in the week. And that will pay around 10 to 11. Okay, and I'm going to take Dundee United and over uh, two goals for United. Sorry, over one goal for United at 46 on the bet 365 bet builder. And I'm going to take Harrogate to beat Wrexham in the National League North, which is even money with Betway. Okay, so before we finish, just a quick reminder about the Who Knows Wins competition. Just head on over to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and download uh, who knows wins just search for it there this week there's 15 matches it's a £5 buy-in and as ever the person with the most correct predictions will take the line share of the pot you can also drop us uh, an email or contact us on Twitter our email address is hello at gambler.co.uk or you can follow us on Twitter where our handle is at gamblertips and just a reminder that Greg's handle is at browning84greg as ever, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us a rating. And if you have the, the time, give us a review as well. It's greatly appreciated. And that's true of any platform that you're listening to us on. Um, and that's us for this week. So best of luck with your tips. Don't forget to give us a shout out on Twitter. Get involved in the Who Knows Wins competition. And best of luck for the weekend. And thanks to Greg for his tips this week. Thank you. Just one, one, one last thing for me. It'd be great to hear people's thoughts on the matches this weekend in terms of what their best bet is. So yep. an app for them or even a bet to avoid. Yep. So these bets will be put on Twitter anyway and as will the podcast be later tonight. So be great to hear your thoughts. Yep, indeed. Get involved. Great. Catch you all next week. Cheers, Thanks Greg. Cheers. Bye.